We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, guys. It's been an absolutely crazy week here in esports and gaming. So really quickly before we start the show, we just wanted to let you all know that Axios Sports is the free daily sports newsletter you need. Sign up for free today at sports.axios.com. And now let's get the show started. What is up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to the Esports Rewind podcast. My name is Jake. I am Zan. Hello, hello. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to keep it cool and calm uh-huh. because, you know, it's. Uh, if you guys don't know, we got new microphones here at the set. So for all you audio listeners out mm-hmm. there, welcome back. We actually got podcast mics now. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm almost yeah. like leaning into it like, what's so, up, guys? Yeah. How are you Trying doing? Trying to do some ASMR. Like, hello. Not even that. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I feel like I sound better, so I kind of want to put it closer to my mouth. But uh, uh-huh. maybe I don't want to mess it up either. So how are you doing there, Zan? What's up this week, man? You know what? It's I was in a really bad mood before we, like right before. Know we started because I was like I was looking at one of my topics and getting mad about it all over again. You seem like the kind of guy that would look over a topic <laughs> and just kind of sit there and rage before you can spit it out. No, yeah, honestly, I'm exactly that person. I'm but excited like, for yeah. you to rage during that. But yeah. uh, for all of our new mm. listeners, potentially all old listeners, what is up, people? Uh, thank hello, you hello. all for returning to the podcast. We talk about the latest uh, news that we've covered both in the, sometimes on the website, either on YouTube videos as well. Um, just the crazier CSGO, uh, not CSGO in general, but crazier esports news out there. You could tell my CSGO <laughs> intro almost came no, out. No, yeah, yeah. I guess See, you're falling into it like a little bit. Like, I was about to just go. Welcome up, back, guys. guys. <laughs> To another day of exciting CSGO news. <laughs> I'm actually so mad that I slipped up there. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it, why don't we? All right, yeah, let's, All do it. let's, let's do get it, it kicking. <laughs> okay, Zan, I'm going to get it cracking right away. Let's do it, let's do it. First story, and it's all around FaZe Clan. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was going to start it off by asking you if there is a bad boy esports organization, what would it be? But I think I've asked you that in the past. I don't know about bad boys specifically. I don't know. How... Really? Because I was... See... When I was going to call this segment, Phase are the bad boys of esports. See, but I don't think they are. Well, then when, who when, is? When, when I think, I don't think we have a bad boys of esports. 
Because if I, if I think of bad boys, Wait till right? I give me. Give I don't me think a few I don't minutes. obviously I think I think of like boy band type stuff, you know. But there has to be a, there has. To, I've heard rumors that we've heard talks about like G two mm. and I think mm. Phase Clan are the kind of like the you know they kind of just have that perspective to me. Maybe not to you, but if I were to ask you. If there could be a bad boy of esports, who would you say? If we had to pick one right now, as I don't think we have one yet, I think they're coming. But if I had to pick one, yeah, it probably would be Phase. There we go. That's yeah. all I wanted you to, yeah. to lean yeah, towards. I'm I, just, can't, I can't just give you what you want. It's I'm just saying. That. Like that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I kind of had a list out there of things they uh, have done recently in the controversy as well to kind of okay. attest to my theory that Phase are the bad boys of esports. It's not like a, a bad thing either. Mm. Uh, so for all you, I don't, I don't think bad boys is a bad term. Yeah, which is kind of why I also don't think they're bad boys. <laughs> I mean, there. Anyway, uh, so I, I kind of this week alone, we had several topics come up. The you know, the first of which was, you know, is Phase profitable or not? That controversy came up because banks had said mm. some things, and the Apex also had said some counterpoints to that. And so they're always, in terms of, to me, why I think they're maybe the bad boys is they're always in some sort of controversy. Mm. They're always in the news for right. some sort of thing that kind of walks the line of, you know, whether or not you should have said those kind of things. And so I, I had the list that expands beyond that. Right? We okay. also have the same drama around who even. Made the Phase Clan logo. Uh -huh. uh, we talked about that this week. They had an original which is, designer, which is kind of funny. Not gonna lie, it's like, a conflict. Yeah. See, yeah. see, and again, they might be in the right here. Like uh -huh. they might be very possible. They might very well have had one of their members make the logo. It might have been Tommy or Temper, one of the original founding members, or it could have been a graphic designer that was let go from the for the clan and not really shown much for his work. See, they walked mm. the line of they could be in the right, they could be in the wrong, and so that's why the, to me. They're a bit of a bad boy. I, I'm going to keep on going with this yeah, one, yeah, though. Let's, I, I'm curious. Let's break down the rest of the list. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, so we already have, are mm -hmm. they profitable or not? They've said some things that are maybe a bit out of turn to okay. uppers. If, if I was an investor, I'd be like, why are you talking about the financials of our organization? Mm -hmm. Then they had uh, the, the who made the logo drama. That's all this week that's come out. We have the Tfue lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, again, people have take, are taking sides on whether or not, you know, his original contract. They obviously offered him better contracts. So they, again, they're riding between. Yeah, they're what, walking the line. Of, of, you know, what was actually morally correct. Then we have another uh, lawsuit. Remember the office break-in lawsuit that also came out during that time? Oh, yes. Where yes, potentially, I, I think it was one of the uh, first investors into them. Uh, they apparently met have broken into one of their offices and stolen a bunch of equipment. Nothing has come of that lawsuit. So you're left thinking, okay, maybe they, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did. I don't, I mm -hmm. don't really know. Mm -hmm. Bad boys. And then on top of all of that, we have the underage recruiting. Of high sky, so it's it's like, and there's there's a freaking debate out there. You know, are they doing him a favor? It's obviously is it morally correct? I don't know. They obviously lied to Twitch. They lied to Fortnite mm. with him competing underage. See what I'm yeah. saying? See, yeah. No, no. But see, at the same time, I'm on board with your general line of thought, but I wouldn't call them bad boys because I think if I think bad if I think okay. bad boys, I think of two uh, one of two options. I think slightly edgy K-pop group. Or I think somebody actually doing like bad things, and we don't know that Phase is actually doing bad. I can't things. believe you just compared uh, bad boys to K-pop. Yeah, have you seen K-pop boys? Those things couldn't hurt a fly. Exactly, that's what bad boys are. <laughs> what? No. Okay, we got two opposite ends of the spectrum of bad boys. Yeah, out. Exactly. I feel like the comments are like going to agree with me. Phase is in between. Phase is they're they're definitely not. K-pop group with like emo. This is an esports like, yeah. podcast, yeah, and we're right. talking about esports in terms of esports and gaming. In terms of are bad boys. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm not convinced. You guys can decide that because yeah. I just listed I off wanna... so many things, man. <laughs> See, no, but I'm, I'm drama, I'm, I'm drama, bored. drama. Yeah. We're not sure uh-huh. if they're in the right or the wrong. Okay, <laughs> we got profitable or not. We got who made the goddamn logo, Tifu mm-hmm. lawsuit, mm-hmm. office break-in lawsuit, underage recruiting, and more. Drinking as well was involved in the Tifu lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I could bring up so many topics. See, I feel like what, the only what about that is the good? only thing that definitively leans into the bad boy category for me is the high high sky thing, which because that that's definitively yeah y'all are wrong. Y'all need to not have done that, right? All the other stuff is very gray area esque, and. They're but not. They're not quite see, over. They're not dude, quite over the line. But what other organizations anywhere close to their? Con- I'm not. And again, I feel mm, like I, mm. I probably should have let off with this. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I, think, I know you aren't. I know like, you aren't. I think yeah. it's great to be in the in the headlines. Uh-huh. Uh, it's they're doing a great job brand wise. Obviously, this stuff has not affected their investors, the money they bought in, the viewers, the, the the everything about them. They are doing just fine, obviously. And so I don't mind this. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to present it as esports maybe needs a bad guy and Phase is filling that hole. I'd say they're probably a good heel, yeah. I just don't understand. I, I I don't understand how you think they are the most controversial org for sure. When you think Absolutely. about other organizations, like the most controversial part about what another org, like the most controversial part about Liquid is that Double Lift is their bad boy, and he's not like he's like the stereotypical. And again, no offense to the guy, but yeah. you got hype videos for Liquid's bad boy, like uh-huh. throwing like a T-shirt into a dumpster. No, yeah, he's just like and, and hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's the thing. That's a bad boy. Oh my god! That's what I'm saying. Are you? Are you kidding me? Oh, I, uh, see, dude, you think yeah. double lift is see, a bad boy? Because a bad boy doesn't actually mean literally bad. A bad boy, in my mind, is like, yeah, they're not actually. That's why. That's why I was like, hey, bad boys are like K-pop groups. Oh my, so we just have two yeah, different. I think opinions we're just on the different side about of what the heck. I think we bad. both agree <laughs> that the most controversial. But in my mind, bad boy means a very specific thing. In your mind, bad boy means fake bad boy. That's actually yeah. kind of good. In my yeah. mind, in my mind, bad boy <laughs> means something that's actually controversial. Shout out to the Moin. All right, so you know what? At least we can maybe agree on this. Phase Clan, mm. they might not be the bad boys of esports, but they are the controversial org of esports. Absolutely. Thank you for finally agreeing with hey, me. I, 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 I've always been on board with you with that. You guys yeah. can uh, decide in the comment section down below what you think about this. Yeah, what do you think a bad boy is? Please tell us. <laughs> Send us pictures of your favorite bad boy. Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Don't go too far with this. <laughs> All right, Jakey boy. This, Jakey boy. Jakey boy. <laughs> this is the thing I'm mad about this week. All and right. I'm probably going to be mad about for the next probably six to eight months. Everyone listening, roughly. just uh, you want to sit back and prepare yourself yeah, for this one. You know, get a, grab a drink. Be prepared. I got I'm, my drink. Well, I'm yeah. ready to go, man. Hit All me right. with it. All right, get so angry. Modern Warfare. All right. The game well, that I canceled my pre-order on, and I'm still ca- keeping it canceled. Cause okay, I'm not, for for those of you don't don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down the every, exactly everything's going on. Oh man, just this to just give a, uh, you just broad speaking of controversial esports people, it's just you, man. You just like <laughs> you love to ride that line of pissing people off and uh-huh. making some pe- the the few people out there very happy about what you're saying. But okay, all right. Yeah, I feel like I just I just I just mm. don't worry, Call of Duty fans. I'm here to defend you on whatever he's bringing up. Call of Duty fans, I love Modern Warfare. From lo- what little bit I played, I really love the game, and that's why I'm so mad about it. Um, anyway, so two weeks ago, or last week actually, two weeks before launch, well, launch being next week, or 
trick all this time when the podcast we comes out we pre-record the yeah, podcast exactly. and so <laughs> yeah. um i believe it's actually this week yeah yeah it should so, be this week modern warfare comes by the time out. you guys see this two weeks before the podcast launched this statement was made by the art director for infinity ward the developer of call of duty uh, he said and he started with and i quote sigh like a youtube apology and first of all, frick him for starting like that. Did, like, was no. it like a blot? Was it an article? It was. It was like. Did he, he do asterisks? He, he made sigh? a Reddit po post and he just said sigh. Period. So it was okay. I'm guessing <laughs> yeah. he's upset with the community. Yeah, he said there continues to be misinformed and incorrect info being pushed about modern warfare. What I can say right now is that we are definitely not working on any kind of supply drop or loot box system. Also, functional stuff is unlocked through gameplay. Gameplay in all caps. Stay tuned. We're planning to release info this week. Uh, this week. Now being this week, when we this week when we're recording the podcast, you just need to say next yeah. up they yeah. didn't release. <laughs> After yeah. that statement, they have now released uh -huh. a new update fair for play, all of us. Fair play. Yeah, so now we know exactly what they're doing. They're saying like, we hey, almost exactly, almost. Well, we, we know we know what they're saying they're doing. We the don't know wording, what they're actually. We know the wording doing. of it. We don't know yeah. how it's going to actually interact. Yeah. And and we'll we'll get into why the wording is aggressively problematic. But anyway, they said. Um, we are introducing a new battle pass system, not a loot box system. All functional content that has an impact on game balance, such as base weapons and attachments, can be unlocked simply by playing the game. There will be a, both a free stream and a premium stream of content in the battle pass system in Modern Warfare. New base weapons will be earned through gameplay simply by playing Modern Warfare. Functional attachments for base weapons can be unlocked through gameplay, as well as like just like as in the, in the beta. The battle pass in the in-game store will feature a variety of cosmetic content that does not impact game balance. Now all of that sounds great on paper, until you look like literally like a surface layer deep, and you realize the entire this entire update was a, like this must have been screened by like fifty different lawyers, because all the wording, the, well, the wording, all the wording leaves so much space for them to say, hey, yeah, we said there wouldn't be base weapons with problematic stuff, but I mean we can have weapon variants, or like hey they they call out loot boxes. But they they leave plenty of room for them to just add them next year, exactly yeah. like they did with Black Ops Four. I know for sure. My two concerns before you continue yours as yeah, well yeah. was they did say all functional weapon attachments mm. will be earned through gameplay. But the wording to me, and again, I could, obviously could be wrong here, but it made mm. it sound like some possible attachments could actually and and with the battle pass, you can always buy right. additional. You can buy further in the battle pass, mm. and so yes, you can earn it through gameplay. You can earn those attachments. I believe faster by buying and so that still bothers me no yeah aggressively and, so, and right. actually it, it, i would almost say it bothers me more so because when it comes to i mean i guess it would be the same way with loot box supply drops i was hoping they would leave all attachments all attachments that you can unlock through gameplay out of loot boxes supply drops or the battle pass because it still leaves a mm -hmm. a semi pay to win feature people can buy the entire battle pass or they can start it i, I imagine for free mm -hmm. uh hopefully and and they can just get ahead of the game with basic attachments that's yeah. what it sounds like to me yeah i mean uh, to me as well i agree and could it be, also, could be wrong and everything they're saying as well points to the battle pass being seasonal so if there's a weapon in the battle pass does that mean you can't get it after that season so you have to play the battle pass during that season again there's just it. so many open-ended like, questions that they have not answered yet we won't know until release yeah and then very lastly what worried me was the fact that the battle pass i think was like 60 bucks for a game that's already or i think it was 60 bucks or it was i don't, I don't think did they say what how much the battle pass was someone on that. someone on twitter was yeah. all spreading these numbers around so i'm going to take it for what it was if the battle pass is 60 bucks on release i am going to burn stuff or they, like, maybe, they is, maybe they just said a paid yeah. battle pass yeah. already for a 60 dollars game oh, I think you know that's what, maybe that, what that you was. might be thinking about that slasher so tweet you, where yeah like, yeah, yeah so you can start I'll, the yeah. battle pass yeah. for free or you can pay for 
mm. but it, so yeah, that makes mm. more sense. Free yeah. battle pass is yeah. great, mm. but the way they've implemented it, it, I don't think it's only cosmetics. And that right there, it's no, like, come yeah. on. Yeah, like the, the fact that they're saying like the battle pass in-game store will feature a variety of cosmetic content doesn't mean that it can't also have non-cosmetic content. If it's just saying, hey, it's going to have cosmetic content, that doesn't mean it won't have other stuff. Yeah. Like, it's all like, and, um, you know, I, I kind of, I do appreciate how the developers, not the publishers, Activision, but the developers over in Infinity Ward seem very dedicated to making this a good game for consumers. And they seem to want people to have a lot of fun with it. But at the end of the day, like, it would have been super, super easy for them to say, we're not putting loot boxes in this game. But they very specifically have refused to say that. They've been asked to say that several times and directly. It's, it's super weird because if you guys remember back to as well, the mm. leaked screenshots, we right. clearly did see supply drop and loot boxes. Mm. So did they go back and just take them out entirely? I, I, th I think people find that very hard to believe. No, yeah. I remember we, <clears throat> we saw tweets from uh, the guy who leaks all this stuff, the gaming rev, I believe who said that after, um, after that initial screenshot was found with the supply drops, there was a huge meeting over at the company about, hey, maybe we should get these out of the game. And uh, actually, just yesterday, uh, this was in a deleted tweet from Charlie Intel, uh, Activision President Rob uh, Koshich, I believe it's pronounced, uh, he apparently re referred to the company as Microtransactivision. Micro in a recent meeting. That's good. Because of the reputation the company has at the moment and said that he wants to change that. But I mean, if they really wanted hey, to change it. Hey, they want it, to change it, but yeah. Uh, but then they wouldn't have a battle pass in the game. Because, okay, Jake, why are battle passes in video games? Right so now? the developer can make money. Right, and. And sell cosmetics and yeah. sell possible other drops. And that, that, that makes sense for a free-to-play game, sure. But Call of Duty is $60 on release. And let me throw some other numbers at you. I could not find the development cost for Black Ops 4. I'm pretty sure they don't want it out there because it would just... It would be very low. It would invalidate everything. You imagine, yeah. before you do that, they mm. do it every year, so yeah. obviously development costs have to be low enough where mm. they have seen... A, we all know they're making a lot of money. Yeah. So the most... Uh, I looked at the list of the most expensive games ever developed. Very high. Destiny. Uh, it's up there for sure. De I think Destiny, the first one, was at $150 million. Woo! Yeah. But uh, Modern Warfare 2 is at the top of almost every list with $50 million in development costs and $200 million in marketing. Oh my gosh. Right? Well, it paid off. Well, yeah, yeah. But let's 200 assume. 200 mil in marketing? Yeah, marketing is expensive. Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> um, but anyway, if, let, let's just say we extrapolate those numbers out. And let's say, just as last year's release, Black Ops 4 cost $100 million. Let's just Let's just ballpark mm -hmm. that, right? Black Ops 4 made $500 million in the first three days just from pure game copy sales, not oh microtransactions, nothing, nothing like that, right? And so if a game... Holy crap. Let's, let's assume it costs $100 million to develop, and that same, like, let's say, let's throw another $100 million in there on top of the marketing costs, and let's say it costs $300 million to market, right? I think that's pretty generous. Uh, pretty right? decent. It, 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 we're, being, we're being generous with the cost, We're I'd being say. fair, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So that's like $400 million to put the game out, and it made five hundred in the first three days. So they're making $100 million profit under those numbers. And so you're telling me that a game like that that makes these numbers every single year still needs to charge people to I, support the game for a year? I think it's very year? clear that no one needs a battle pass. Fortnite does not need a battle pass. Mm -hmm. Their item shop alone probably, I mean, we saw the numbers mm -hmm. in the billions over the last year. Right. Obviously, that includes the battle pass in it, but the item shop was a large portion of that. No mm -hmm. game needs, 
I mean, you've been very on this same level for quite some time. No mm. game needs a battle pass, but I think it does offer a, a great thing for for both sides. I don't know that it does, because I mean, if, say, 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 no, say, so take Zan. Take, I you mean, can it, play on, for on things on the developer side. <coughs> pardon me. On the uh, developer publisher side, it offers them extra money, right? Yes. But on the consumer side, let's say if we were just like, hey, just do the battle pass without any money being involved, right? I think I think that would kind of be if 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 the developer was that, that if, is if, the more fair if thing. they were presenting the battle pass and the whole point was hey this is for the players then it would just be free. I mean it, you're it not could, it could be free. I know uh, you're you're totally yeah. right here and I mm. think actually one of the uh, few games out there that does battle pass correctly and I think uh, I don't know in terms of payment as well but I think Fortnite actually does it very well because it's there is no functionality yeah. there are no weapons you can unlock with it it's mm. it's strictly cosmetic and XP based and no one no one is ever like oh frick your Fortnite character is level 90 I'm only level 36 and they're like mm. yeah I bought the battle pass no one's upset by that so yeah. Fortnite is sheerly cosmetic for their battle pass and it's free and it's free mm. uh, you can also by the way obviously you can you can buy it but they make it so easy to earn V bucks in that game mm. it is free yeah, you you buy one battle pass in Fortnite, you can have battle passes for as long as you want. I I mm. think so. No, if, yeah, without playing that much, it's you, by my understanding. Yeah, a, yeah. A, you know, a decent amount, but yeah. still, the way they yeah. offer it to be allowed is is pretty impeccable, and that obviously speaks to the fact that Epic Games they realize they've made enough money doing this model, mm. and so you wish the other developers out there would follow maybe the same, maybe this. Obviously, Activision yeah, maybe feels they can't take that same risk and make more money. But if they don't maybe realize that Fortnite has done that and they have made an extreme amount of money by only attuning to the players once. Yeah, I mean... They realize that if you do yeah. it correctly, you can make just as much, if not more money. Probably more. So it comes down like, if you can yeah. really... If, as a developer, you want to take that risk or up front you see, okay, we can make a lot of money doing this and actually making so mm -hmm. players can buy things uh, to get ahead. I, I don't know. It, it comes down to, as a developer, what risks you want to take. Yeah, and, of course. And I think, it obviously... We'll see if they get backlash for it. I think they will, but I don't. I don't know. Is it I mean, enough? I don't. I don't think they will because everybody at this point, all the news outlets reporting on it, have all just been saying blanket, taking everything they're saying at face value and saying, "Hey, everybody, celebrate! No loot boxes. Everybody, celebrate! Everything's fixed. The game is better now." And yeah, we we'll don't. see if they lied. Yeah, I mean, you could. The funny thing is, you could just put loot boxes in the battle pass. They could just do that. And even and technically, they wouldn't be loot. I just think it's yeah. so weird that they're. Hmm, I don't know. It would be. It'd be. Yeah. So are supply drops and loot boxes are going to be out entirely? Like they're not even going to be in the game at all? They haven't said that. Because they I have, actually, they very specifically have not said that. Because I, for one, uh -huh. I was hoping if they were going to remove loot boxes and supply drops, mm. just remove maybe the option to buy them. Mm. But even then, it, as long as they're cosmetic, it, there's so many off lanes about this. Because right. if they, if they're only cosmetic, I don't mind if people can buy them. I don't I don't mm. care at all. Right. Just the fact that there That's could fair. be functional attachments in the battle pass you can buy ahead to get ahead of me mm. because you paid. Mm. That makes me angry. But when it comes to the actual loot boxes, supply drops, I love earning those in game. Like it makes oh, yeah, playing games worth it. But I guess this way you're earning XP towards your battle pass, so it's probably the same way. I, would you also would you care if there's loot boxes and supply drops in the battle pass? I, I would. I, I kind of depends I kinda, how they do it. I kind of would in a certain way, in the, in a sense that like say if, let's say, there are loot boxes in the free strain of the battle pass, right? And it's just like hey, you get just by playing the game, you just get a box that gives you a random thing, right? Mm -hmm. If it was something along the lines of hey, you just get a thing for leveling up and playing the game. 
sure, that's cool, but I would much rather have it just be more like an MW2 system where it's just in a menu and you unlock stuff based on your performance. Yeah, but those are the glory days, man. Like, we're never going back. I don't think See, we'll ever... I, I think it'll be mm. a long... I don't know. I, don't, I, yeah. I think those kind of games where developers are not seeing the opportunities to cash in are long gone. We have not seen a game like that and in a long we, we time. We have. It's not coming from Activision. You're telling me? You're not you can, coming from Activision. You can only earn cosmetic upgrades by leveling, and the developer makes nothing, and you pay nothing as a consumer? That's not going to happen I pay anymore. the price of the video game. That's what no, I I'm pay. just, I'm just yeah. saying, I don't See, think like, that's no, going to yeah. happen yeah, ever I, again. I, I'll be very surprised if it does, but I, I just think it's not something that we should. I think we should continually keep saying, like, hey, this is the way that it'd be great if it was this. I mean, people need to keep on speaking up yeah. just so things are finely tuned, but mm. I think we've reached the, the time in gaming where battle passes and every microtransaction that's possible or mm. at the time you know, people can deal with, pe developers will try it. Oh, definitely. They'll try it, but I, I think we're going to hit a point in like a decade where... Someone will do it right, and we'll see if they <laughs> just, just wait until legalization hits the video game industry and it, everything just lights on fire. Yeah. It'll be... And it's gonna be my, it's gonna be microtransactivision that causes it. Is that all you got for the? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, because I don't, I don't want to get into too much. I think I'll, I'll just, I'll yeah. get more mad about it. I think you might be like, a bit too hard on them. But I don't know. After, but after, we'll see what after they've very specifically shown that they are willing to lie, they will lie. They have done it in the past. They'll, they'll say. But we don't know if they're lying or not, Zan. But we know get that mad after the, the fact, last not three the fact. times, this has been a thing. They've said no microtransactions in this game, then they put them in later. I'm just saying, So let's wait this one out. Let's, let's why? We have no reason to. Yes, we do. No, you, we don't. You can't just, you can't just get mad. They haven't done anything yet. But They're they, trying. Every other, every other time they have, it's been literally like... Give I, them a fourth chance, man. I gave them the benefit of the doubt like, so many times. You know what, times. we'll see. They don't, they don't deserve it anymore. And when you're wrong, I'll take hey, it here. I'll, I see, I don't, that's the thing, though. I, I can't I don't know that I can be wrong until literally like a year from now because I could just put it in because they, they always okay, wait. Well, then you'll be wrong wait. for a year. I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong in a year, and I'm cool with that. If they if they prove me wrong and it's all great, then cool, great. I'll be super happy. All right, let's just wait it out. We'll see how this Call of yeah, Duty sure. Battle Pass goes. And before we hit the next topic, guys, a quick shout out again to this week's sponsors. Following the team you love in 2019 can be time consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. You could waste an entire day scrolling through every app and visiting every website. That's why we recommend Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter out there. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. Sign up for free at sports.axios.com and get the best stories from the NBA and NFL, along with everything from cricket to ping pong. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up, and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try for free at sports.axios.com. And if you're looking to take your clothes game to the next level, guys, Indochino was founded on the idea that you don't need to spend a fortune to get a custom wardrobe. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Suits, shirts, coats, and more. They make it all to fit your exact measurements. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, nothing looks better on you than custom-fit clothing. Several of us here in the office actually use Indochino, and the process could not be simpler. Go to Indochino.com, pick your fabric, submit your measurements, and that's it. Your clothing will arrive on your door in two weeks with a perfect fit designed to make you look your best. So start your style upgrade with $30 off your first purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when you enter Blue Wire at checkout. 
That's Indochino.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your $3.99 or more purchase. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. With Indochino, you have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that does not fit, and they'll even ship your clothing for free. And now, back to our next topic. All right, Zan, we talk about it almost every week now, so I thought I might as well continue this one. Yeah, uh, Tencent, the kings of gaming, they're back. So when are we starting our side podcast, Tencent Seriously, talk. dude, we could legit have a side <laughs> podcast just called Tencent. Tencent it, Talk. Tencent Talk? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Tencent diehards out there that would just uh-huh. watch. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea, man. Yeah, I mean... Maybe, maybe that's what we do on the weekends. We oh just come into the office on that's Sunday. That's actually, yo, Tencent Talk coming soon. Yeah, um, let us know if you want to hear some Tencent Talk. Because, like, we love, obviously, talking about yeah. them. Uh, first, I just kind of want to break it down, get your thoughts on this. should be very quick, though. I had a video on this this week all about uh, Tencent and what they might be doing in terms of forcing hands. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about their ties to the Chinese government. They obviously scare both of us to right. death. Terrifying. Uh, <laughs> but we love them. <laughs> like, we actually do love yeah. what they do. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the things they do is great. Mm-hmm. Now, we look around the controversy, though. We now have three gigantic companies making the choice around these Hong Kong protests. And I'm going to ask you one question at the end of explaining this. And that question will be, do you think there was an underlying reason besides, besides, um, Uh, besides the conflict of interest and the fact that it shouldn't be done on gaming broadcasts, Mm. that these companies made the choice they made. So, (coughs) excuse me. Bless you. I'm never the one to cough. (laughs) Usually it's you. Um, So first of all, we talk about Blizzard. You know the situation. Mm -hmm. They banned one pro player for six months. They banned three college players also for six months. They came out and pretty much said, hey, by the way, everyone, from now on, we're not doing this. We focus on the game. We focus on the broadcast. If you want political speech, you do not do it on our broadcast. If so you will be punished. We look to our next example. Riot has now responded. They pretty much have warned their players and their casters. Riot, League of Legends, uh, world's going on right now. There was a team called Hong Kong Attitude. People thought they were censoring them. I don't think they were. Even, more, seem like it, even yeah. more so, though, Riot was now warning their casters. They have now fully said, hey, same thing as Blizzard, same thing as anyone else out there. Political speech is not for these broadcasts. It's not the right atmosphere. Please don't do it. Avoid it. Very last, we bring in ESL. Huge company out there. And they, too, have now warned all of their employees. All 700 employees have now been told political speech, avoid it on broadcast, avoid it on social media. It's just not the right place for mm-hmm. it. And uh, we also found out later, ESL, by the way, uh, we'll talk about connections, I guess, after I ask you the question. Okay. That is three okay. gigantic companies, Blizzard, alongside them, Riot, and, of course, ESL, have now all said political speech especially around the Hong Kong, China thing, do not talk about it. Mm -hmm. So do you think there's an underlying tie as to why these companies um, actually came out and said this besides the fact that Blizzard has seen all this backlash? Absolutely. I mean, if you look to a couple days before the Blizzard backlash initially happened, uh, there was an NBA issue, which I normally don't pay attention to basketball. Me either. Uh, um, That was involving LeBron now too, right? Yeah, or wait. It was, was like it Dan Morey, and then and then LeBron got involved now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't follow the entire situation. See, I don't but... even know that it was LeBron. I, I I feel like it was somebody else, but I wouldn't know who. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I'd be like, it wasn't Michael Jordan. I guess I, yeah. Was this a Space Jam scene? But that, but that was but like, that no. was like the no, kind of yeah. initial spark. Yeah, like and when you what you saw with the NBA was as soon as there was a guy who spoke out and supported the Hong Kong protest, the NBA. Oh, game, that was not LeBron then. That was not LeBron. No, Sorry. yeah, yeah. The guy he who made, supported China. The guy that made the initial tweet. Um, NBA broadcast were immediately cut from China, and that's a lot of money. Oh lost. yeah, yeah. So I imagine even without Tencent or China saying anything, Blizzard, Riot, ESL, they don't want that to happen. So they are just doing everything they can to preemptively say, "Hey, China, we're willing to play ball. Don't, don't, 
Like, please hey, stream our guys. Please, please show our games. We 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 like you. Please. I, I thought it was pretty obvious too, but right. I think you know. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why they would say that. And again, right. I'm not saying that they're wrong in doing so. It's great mm -hmm. to warn yourselves so you actually protect your business. Right. Um, but it was kind of funny after the fact, Only not only the fact we saw so many of these Chinese instances outside mm -hmm. the NBA and gaming, there's been a long list on Reddit passed around as well. You've, you know that obviously Tencent has 5% in Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Blizzard distribution in China, is they, they require Tencent for right. a large portion of their business. Right. Maybe that's why they made that call uh, in, in uh, support of China and kind of against the Hong Kong protests. We look at Riot, they're 100% owned by Tencent, follow the same lines. And then very lastly, ESL is tied to Huya, gigantic Chinese streaming platform, also, mm. by the way, invested in by Tencent. So string stringently, yeah. we have ESL also being tied to Tencent, therefore maybe in support of China because that's a huge partnership mm. for them. And so I, I just think it's very weird how political esports has all of a sudden gotten, and it's probably been like this for quite some time, Yeah, but, but now very, it's finally public, like, whoa. I find it very interesting that all these companies, like if they actually cared about not having their games or their tournaments be a platform <clears throat> for any kind of free speech in a sense, this would have been clarified forever ago. This would have been like, as part of like, hey, pre-tournament, just a pre quick briefing. Hey, yeah, you know what? Everybody keep keep the uh, keep any talk on focused on the tournament, focused on the game. And that might be because we've never seen a situation like this before, though. Too like we've never no, seen yeah, a sure. gigantic outcry like this. Mm. Not necessarily an outcry, but semi-protest. We've no, never yeah. seen this much of a statement made. Mm. So it's it's fair to say that they maybe didn't see this coming. I mean, which which guys are like, are you guys idiots? What, 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 I mean, you, I get, yeah, yeah. Can you multi-million, billion-dollar companies I think do for in five some, seconds, I do please. in some cases feel for Blizzard. Like, yeah. they were the fall guy. Like, this could have happened. It was all their fault, though. They shot themselves in the foot, like, but, five but times. But this could have happened to anyone first. But, yes, they, yeah. they we talked about it. Yeah. They, they banned mm. hard, and that's mm. why it, it got so much backlash and, yeah. and traction. But mm. this could have happened to anyone first. Mm. It just kind of fell on Blizzard. So I yeah. um, just want to get your statements really quick. Obviously, there are underlying ties to why these companies do make choices that they do make yeah, and of course and now it's it's very public that china tencent has a lot of power in this gaming scene you know on that same note um real quick i just wanted to shout out the nba because I, I actually just read like literally last night that after after that guy made that tweet and the nba made their statement about like supporting free speech but like at the same time like not trying to offend china mm -hmm. uh i forget i'm i'm not a sports guy preface i don't know these guys positions but the boss the guy the head of the nba was based he, he straight up said the chairman yeah I, I don't know don't sorry i <laughs> yeah. don't know i don't yeah. know sports either yeah. so. i don't know if chair, i should president? shut up see i don't know i One don't know the big don't, guys yeah the big guys big dog woof um anyway he said yeah china literally asked us to fire the dude and we were like no we're like we're not even going to punish him oh, what are you fruit. talking about they're I, like they're like yeah go away dang <laughs> yeah i was like it, Luckily for the NBA, yeah. Chinese viewership is probably not that big. Apparently, so. it's pretty big. Is it? Oh uh, yeah, apparently. I but there it is. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to make that call, you guys can make that call. Dang. But like, I wish, I wish gaming companies could do that. Yeah, tell China to go. But they literally can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> but they they could. They'd That'll lose. be the day. The NBA is losing money. The game companies could take the hit. Uh, the game companies just greedy like that. We'll see. Activision could take the hit. They just micro their battle pass. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, micro Activision, yo. <laughs> Yo, if we don't got China, then we're getting like four battle passes a season here. <laughs> you guys better keep on buying. Yeah. Huh. Let's 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 jump into like a light one. Like yes. A, like you know, pretty keep take it easy. Finally, yeah. we both kind of got off today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, the Entertainment Software Association, um, they're essentially the 
they call themselves the voice of the video games industry. They're the closest wow. thing we have to a regulatory group, and they're garbage, and I hate them. But anyway, dude, you said light topic. <laughs> Jeez, I yeah, just it, it is light. Yeah, but I, I can't, I can't talk about them without first prefacing. Yeah, they're trash. All anyway, right. um, now that we got that out of the way. Yeah, they, they are, they are the group. So they put out a, a kind of like a yearly report of gaming vi video game statistics. Just a, like a, a broad overview of hey, what's what's the game industry up to? Mm -hmm. You know, so I just want to. Read some numbers out to you, see what you think, you know? So apparently, 75% of Americans in 2019 have at least one gamer in the household. Let's go! Yeah, we're making moves. We taking over, baby. Getting up there. And 65% of American adults are consider themselves gamers. 65%? What's yeah. adult? 18 plus? 21 plus? plus? 18 plus, I Woo! think. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought and it you got to like... figure, like... 75 years old plus is probably not playing, so we, pre we pretty much got Apparently the market. they are, because I mean, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the graphic, yeah, right? I saw it. Tetris yeah. does not count, <laughs> or whatever. Well, I mean, checkers, I think it virtual does. checkers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, realistically speaking, they did, they did do a breakdown of all the older people who play games, and it boiled down to like the favorites were like card games, casino games, ah, and figures. like puzzle games. Which, hey, they're still games. Yeah, for they're sure. They're still playing games. Still, so, hey, 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 I, I respect if, that. If yeah. anyone out there uh -huh. watching or listening is 75 plus, we love you. Hey, shout out. My grandma's like 82, and I I, I like her a lot. So I'm Same. not trying to diss on older gamers. I'm just saying. It's not like, never mm -hmm. mind. Moving on. I don't want to piss off the older crowd. <laughs> Yo, we should get our grandmothers in here. <laughs> get them to play like. She's in Nebraska. I don't know oh, if she well, can make the travel. That's, but... that's a little bit of a trip. Never mind. <laughs> I, My grandmother's her, 10 minutes that way. Get her in the wagon. driver. <laughs> Anyway, so um, apparently gamers are more likely to have a creative hobby, aside from gaming. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that. <laughs> I, I thought, like, maybe I have the statistic. Could you not no. think of a, cre a single no, no, creative no. hobby? Like, yeah. No. Um, yeah. No, no, I was, I was like, did I write a statistic down for that? I was like, no, I didn't, because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So a lot yeah. of gamers have other hobbies. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, no, but creative ones. Sick fact, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yo. We we creative individuals. We know we know how to draw. I can't draw to save my life, but gamers do. I just aside from that's me, just such a random fact. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> let's let's jump down, touch on this lightly because it is sensitive. But um, apparently, forty six percent of gamers are female, fifty four percent male. Favorite in the favorite game genre. Not gonna say anything, man. I'm not for gonna millennial, say anything. if you notice, I transitioned into the next one very quickly. <laughs> millennial gamers, uh, and millennial they're defining as ages eighteen to thirty four. <clears throat> Apparently, this is the game genres that are the favorites currently. Number one for males and females both is racing games. What? Yeah, right? 61% of males, 49% like of females. Super Mario Kart or something? I would, I would assume Mario Kart counts. Huh. Yeah, but I mean, I would never think. That's you never very hear interesting. About I, would, I thought it would have been like FPS. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from racing for men, it goes from racing to sports games, then to FPS. And for females, it goes from racing to puzzle games to party games. It's like really interesting to party actually. Party games. Yeah. What? I don't. I don't know what constitutes a party game. I can't think of a party game aside from Mario Party. Like they I, mean party game as in like games you play with other people or party yeah, games but I mean, as in technically like that could Sims be like, Four when you throw a party at the house. See, I would assume it means games you can play with other people, but they didn't really add a qualifier mm. to it. I'm just saying, Zan, yeah. less than two percent of our viewers are women. Just uh, gonna throw that one out yeah. there. <laughs> So um, they might be playing games, but they're not watching. So yeah. if you guys want to tell your friends, feel free to. Uh, hello. Yeah. Welcoming to all people <laughs> out there. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, so um, this is the one that I found really interesting. How, they, they did a breakdown of how people actually decide which games they're going to buy. So 39% of people watch YouTube videos to determine 
what games are going to bug. Yeah. 30% watch, um, take a look at user reviews, like Steam reviews or whatever. Uh, 29% take a look at professional reviews from, like, gaming outlets and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And uh, only 20% cares about streaming. And that factors into the. It's very interesting. That's a very wide, diverse breakdown of yeah. sources that I, I probably all used. I don't yeah, use yeah. them all for one game, but I'll mm. typically use you know one for one game. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I find it fascinating that streaming is actually at the bottom of the rack. Because I mean, because I mean, just like this year, we saw Apex Legends put all that money into having streamers specifically play yeah, the game. Yeah, but I guess if you yeah. want an oversimplified, very short guide or mm. review of the game, mm. instead of having to watch a three-hour stream, you watch a three-minute video, right. kind of get the general gist. Which makes a lot more sense. It's more mind, convenient. But, yeah, but either yeah. way, 20%, I mean, still compared to, you know, what was it, almost 40%? It's still uh, pretty yeah, decent yeah. numbers. Almost 40%, yeah, 39. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still good. It's probably, I mean, if we say 20%, that's probably like literally like hundreds of millions of people yeah. still, so it's, it's totally fine. Um, uh, aside from that, forty-nine uh, percent of gamers have paid for a microtransaction in the last year. Woo! That makes sense. Yeah, I mean they're getting more and more addictive, or just easy to do. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mm -hmm. they trick you. Mm -hmm. Is that all the what, what's the association called? Uh, the Entertainment Gaming Gaming Entertainment Software Association. Yes. Huh. Oh, wait, this is the ESA. Yeah, yeah, the ESA. I've only heard of them ever once. I think they actually step in sometimes on competitive rulings, maybe. They, I mean, they try to say, they try to step in and then everybody ignores them because they're... Yeah, their mean, bands don't really mean... Yeah, because the ESA is trash often. and they don't do is anything. Is what they do every year? They just, hey, we got a few stats. It's about uh, it. They also run E3. Okay. And they're, they're, well, well that did well. Hell yeah, I know, right? Shout out, to the, shout out to the almost 10,000 people who got all their data <clears throat> Not trying to hate on ESA, <laughs> ESA but... I okay. am. <laughs> They can, they can, we need to, they need to go away. We need a new group. But yeah, we finally. do appreciate the stats. Yeah, I mean, I, well, you can't get these stats from anywhere. It's just so impossible was, yeah. to make you happy anyway, sometimes, anyway, man. It, it really is. It's, it's rough. Um, but it's so easy sometimes. Like, I think I started this podcast saying I was really mad about the Modern Warfare thing. All it took was, like, watching, like, a 10-second Dragon Ball clip. And I was like, that was a really good combo. Now I'm happy. That was, that was fun. God, dude, that was like, so, so, what? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, last statistic I wanted to throw out there. Apparently, and I found this interesting, just because you always hear that, um, you always hear the statement that parents need to pay more attention to what their kids are doing in video games. Parents need to monitor their kids more. Apparently, 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 ninety percent of parents pay attention to the games their their kid plays. Apparently, <laughs> now you got All it. All right, I'm here. This is a great podcast. I'm here. I gotta, I'm yeah, I gotta here go. for you. <laughs> Um, 90%? 90%. That's a bunch of bogus. And 87% are aware of ESRB ratings. You know, no, 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 no. 77% no. regularly use this ESRB ratings. This is a bunch ratings. of bogus, dude. Yeah, right. And 98, 98% are apparently confident that the ratings are accurate. Well, what kind of... Okay, first of all, 98% yeah. of you think the age ratings are correct? Idiots, dumb. Well, I mean, to be fair, they couldn't know unless they play the games. Exactly. Themselves. So, yeah. what, how do, how is this logistical at all? What do they do? They email fifty parents, and what parent is going to go? No, I have no idea what my kid plays. They're going to pretend. They're mm -hmm. going to lie, mm -hmm. and they're going to say, "Oh, I've I've seen Ninja's Twitter, so mm -hmm. I know all about Fortnite." No way. You don't know all the. They probably no, know Fortnite, and they're like, "Oh, my kid's only playing Fortnite." In, in, in large part, no. I do think that a lot of these statistics are just ways for the ESA to say, hey, guys, we're doing a great job. Look at how successful our ESRB ratings are. Yeah, exactly. Look at how good they are. Nah. But, like, I do find it interesting that, like, so let's assume, let's knock off 
let's say 30% of that 90% that they say are actually paying attention to what their kids play. I'd say that's reasonable. That's fair for what's probably accurate. That's still probably a little higher than I thought it would have yeah, been. Yeah, still very good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So thank you, ESA. Um, Zan doesn't like you, but the stats are nice. If they're actually true, though, uh, it's yeah. a giant, uh, totally other story. <laughs> All right, I'm actually going to make this uh, story quick, unlike Zan, who just lies about it when he says, oh, i got a quick topic today. Oh, yeah, Mr. Like, oh, this will be short. Let's Watch this. <laughs> Look back and see who has the short topics today. It's going to be me. You know uh, why? Because uh, I'm just going to say this very fast. Riot Games potentially has had some perfect timing with uh, their release. Although you and me looked at some of these games and we're like, I don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's let's hype it up before we okay. tear it down okay. really quickly right. here. Right. Yeah. So the yeah, time, right. Great. Thank you. The, the timing <laughs> of this, Riot Games announces all of these new games, these new projects for 2019 or 2020 and mm. beyond. Uh, they pretty much hit every market out there possible. Mobile, like card games, obviously they're, they're typical MOBAs, FPS, so on and so forth. You guys have probably heard the gist of this. Their perfect timing, though, being around the release of Fortnite Chapter 2, mm. which I don't think is going terribly well. Also announced around the time of Blizzard's downfall. Right. So I think it's all great timing for them. Perfect coincidence. Especially, yeah. and kind of funny because they planned this for 10 years. It was not planned around all no, these different yeah, announcements. yeah, yeah. It's like it's... It just, after 10 totally. years, it landed on that day. Wow. <laughs> it's like it's like somebody threw a basketball across a court, and then somebody else accidentally dunked it. <laughs> like That was like, the weirdest <laughs> comparison, I think. <laughs> Wait. I don't know how basketball works. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you just tried to reference sports today as if you... It's like uh, throwing a football and, like... Dude doesn't catch it, but like someone else maybe does. I mean, it's like doing an interception. It doesn't, is that how you <laughs> like say? We it? don't yeah. know NBA. We yeah. don't know, people are just like I any, did an interception. God, like anyway. So uh, besides the perfect uh, timing, uh. we have this announcement. It's just kind of crazy to see all the the markets they're hitting. Yeah. An animated series, which I am super excited about. The animated series is the only thing I'm kind of interested in because that's the, the only thing that looks like. Is, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's the only thing that I saw and I was like, whoa, that looks like really good. That looks like they actually spent time on it. That looks like it's other, actually yeah. up to date. Yeah, with its graphics and such. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's gonna be really cool, especially when you look at other franchises like Wow. They do their animated series very yeah. well. I yeah. think Riot does too. So, mm-hmm. um, Rune Terra, that's their card game. Right. Uh, let's again before we downplay this really quick. A mm-hmm. fighting game. Wild Rift is the TFT going mobile. Project A FPS and a possible MMO. They've hit everything. Mm-hmm. And so let's just keep it to two uh, of the. So you talk about one. I talk about one that okay. maybe is not looking that hot. Okay, I'll, I'll take you the fighting one? game. You can take the one that's like CSGO. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the, the, they announced some great games, a great list of games, but we have looked at them and said, are they going to keep up to date or up to par with the current stuff out? So fighting game, what, what was... I saw nothing that was vaguely interesting, aside from the fact that they look like League of Legends characters. Mm-hmm. Everything else looks very, very derivative from the little we've seen. Like, And that, that's the weird part. We've seen very little footage, and it all looks super derivative of other video games like it just like they 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 even at one point showed like oh that's just the training room from street fighter 4 like what like that you don't have anything new like you've been we've known they've been working on the fighting game for literally years and they couldn't even show us like 30 seconds of like some (laughs) gameplay like what like they 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 don't they don't have that much done yet. Like, and for a lot of these games that are set for release, they are obviously early views at them, but they're mm-hmm. set for 2020 and they didn't really show us too much. So to bounce off that for the FPS called Project mm-hmm. A, I would totally agree. Uh, in terms of like what it offers compared to current games out there, mm-hmm. graphics-wise, obviously, yes, pre-release, it didn't look like anything like Overwatch or CS:GO in terms of graphics. Mm-hmm. Um the animations themselves, the gameplay themselves looked very, I would say 
is fundamentary a word or fundamental? It, it looked very basic, I would say. Yeah, it, it looks like a game I would have expected to see in like 2015. Yeah, and it would have maybe done. Maybe. It looked like yeah. almost to me even farther back to like original right. Counter Strike or like the weapons seem like almost Halo esque, and then mm. obviously the actions kind of were like Overwatch esque as well. But they didn't look very good. They didn't the game the map itself. They have some great map designers, so hopefully, obviously, going to develop some great maps. Right, right. The gameplay though was nothing special. It was nothing. They didn't show us anything that was like, whoa, that's possible. Mm. And so, just like you and a lot of these releases so far, they're great announcements, but they have to pull them off and actually compete with already people in competing in that industry in that right. game mode. Mm. They can diversify as much as they want, but I don't know. I don't know if any of these are heavy hitters right now. Besides, like. Rune Terra might do well if they mm. can get that niche for free mm -hmm. for being cheaper than other card games. Mm. Um, I think their mobile game for Wild Wild Rift See, will do that's, that's, maybe well. That's but the weird thing though. Like I don't know that they even are cheaper than other card games. And like with, with that's what they're yeah, preaching. So that's what they're preaching. But I don't think they like. They're saying like, hey, look at our card game, no loot boxes, right? But every other card game, sure, there are loot boxes, but they're like so easy to earn. You can get like every card in Magic the Gathering Arena like super, super easy. See, that's not what other people are preaching though. Other yeah. people say that when it comes to like games like Hearthstone, you have to invest a, a well, hefty that's Hearthstone. amount. Hearthstone is trash. Like, so that's what yeah. maybe they're trying to compete with. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that was a big conflict though. Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering is doing so well. Right. They're right. entering that market. They're only going to take a small portion of that, you would mm -hmm. assume. So maybe they're just trying to divest themselves into mobile, into the Chinese-Asian scene, into the FPS. They're right. just trying to diversify the profile. If that's the case, yes. Will mm. these all take off? Obviously not all of them. League of Legends Maybe will. one. League of, I, League of Legends will always do well. On, now that it's finally on console, finally on mobile, after like, it sh this should have happened like five years ago, but I, I mean. I feel like they are taking at a. At least it's finally happening now. Yeah, I feel like they're taking a gigantic viewer base, player base they mm. have, just kind of spitting in different directions and hoping something sticks. And right. I'm sure something will. The mm. uh, question is just how much will stick. And uh, we'll see how it comes along 2020. All right, last, last official topic of the podcast. Last. Let's talk about Rick Fox's new TV show. Oh, Because no. that's like, I am so excited oh, for this. Oh, no, no, no. This will be like, oh, in case you guys haven't seen Jake's video, um, apparently Rick Fox has got a new comedy series coming through CBS that is going to be exploring his life and the founding of Echo Fox and reconnecting with his son and everything as like, Let's. That's and if it happens, okay. It, Let's. It, well, a huge preface well, needs to be, to be made. Fair, the, it, the pilot is happening. We're gonna get at least one episode. No, that's not even guaranteed. No, CBS really? could take the penalties if they want to pay those fees. They don't, well, have, to, they don't have to air the uh, the pilot episode. Ah, okay. So they can just record it, which I imagine, and not actually air which I imagine yeah. might be the case here. But if it mm. does happen and we see one episode, I, oof, oof, oof. I think if the episode gets made, it's gonna leak at some point. Yeah. Regardless, so we'll I think we'll see it. I I just. I am super excited because I think for all of you out there, the Echo Fox story is one of those that we've been following in the office for a long time now. Six months probably? Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those that hasn't got a lot of traction in the community, but I feel like that's, that's just because it's so dense and there's so much happening. Yeah, that people can't just, people yeah. just don't want to keep up with it. And so there's so much legal nonsense, but at the same time, all the personalities involved are super fascinating. All the storylines involved? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like, just to give a brief recap, like if you if you break down the Echo Fox situation to its base core, right? Rick Fox, his son is like, I love esports. I want to be involved in esports. So he starts an esports board. That's dope on its own. And then Echo Fox gets literally all the top fighting game players under one organization. Literally all the best players in the world, right? And then that's that's like amazing. And then we we arrive at like this point now where Fox says he's going to leave. 
because of, of some really, really bad, really kind of problematic stuff along the lines of, hey, person with Jewish heritage, maybe. A lot of, a lot of yeah. stuff was said, apparently. Yeah, really, yeah, and allegedly. now it's just kind of bouncing forth, back, back and forth allegations ever mm. since an Echo Fox has lost their League of Legends spot. They've yeah. also, obviously, what we see, the future of the, the organization is not going to be anything. Mm. And we couldn't could even, be gone in like a year. We couldn't even begin to talk about all the allegations out mm. there in, in one single sit down. Uh, so it's kind of, it's just crazy to see that it could be a possible yeah. sitcom live, air, airing live on TV or airing for some series on TV, if that's the case. I don't think it's going to happen, but just the fact that it's an it. option. I could see it. And any any organization out there, that esports organization that could land a TV series is obviously a pretty big deal. Yeah, definitely. It just so happens it's Echo Fox. If it's like, oh, this couldn't be scripted I, I would, any worse. I would rather it be Echo Fox than anybody else. I'd rather it be anyone else but Echo Fox at this point in time. <laughs> this is a terrible look. And yeah. so we'll see if it even happens. I don't think it will. But if it does, you better mm. believe we're going to be talking about it. Oh, you know what? We should watch it. Well, well, we'll obviously. We'll do, no, no, we'll do, we'll, do, we'll do a video of our reactions. Obviously, first. if yeah, it happens, yeah. we will yeah. have to. Yeah. But we'll be, see if it does come to fruition. I hope to God it doesn't. <laughs> All right, guys, in closing, what's up? We're leaving the... <laughs> Jake is tired. Jake is exhausted. Jake is burnt. <laughs> this is a long podcast. We got uh, quick announcements, yeah. okay? Let's, right. let's spew them out. Very, very quick. I'll, I'll try to do a rapid fire so Jake can go take a nap. Thank you, guys. Uh, okay, so as always, if you want to listen to us on the go, on your phone, on your favorite podcast app of choice or your favorite music platform, most likely... Uh, you can always find us on the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Just type in Prediction, P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N, Prediction with two E's. And, hey, you'll find the latest episodes of our podcast every Monday night. Sometimes The time is a little variable depending on when it gets posted to the podcast feed, but find us there. Uh, for those of you listening to the audio version of the podcast, we appreciate you. If you want to check out our YouTube channel, we're at Esports Talk on YouTube. And, hey, kind of big announcement. We're building out our Instagram account now. Are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm actively <laughs> dedicating time to that. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 made, I had a conversation with uh, Maj earlier this week, and he talked to management, and we're like, hey, Facebook isn't really doing much for us. So we're pivoting, Instagram. So, hey, follow us on Instagram. We're at esports, or, you know, I think it's talk underscore esports. Or esports Don't even know, huh? Talk. Way yeah. to push your Instagram. Yeah, just, just honestly, just look us just up. Just look e up esports e Esports talk. We're, the, we're esports talk. So just find us there. Um, Jake, anything you want to say to the people before we Very lastly, we are also pre-recorded podcast later yeah. this week. So this will go live, I believe, on Tuesday. Later this week, guys, Friday, we leave for Mexico. Uh, we have a little group trip going down Arriba. there. A uh, little vacation, I would say, for the group. So we've, we'll be gone for yeah. uh, just till the following Wednesday. We do a pre-recorded episodes, though, guys. But if you guys are wondering where we are, we will be back next, the following Thursday, I do believe. We'll only be gone for a few days. Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to be going to Mexico to have some time off, enjoy some team uh, bonding. And once we are back, we'll resume live news. But we do have plenty of episodes for you guys whilst we are gone. So enjoy while we're gone. Once we're back, videos are going to come out crunching hard. All the more reason to follow the Instagram company and stuff from the trip. So follow yeah. the Instagram if you guys want to follow it. That's a good idea. Dang. See, good. find some pictures of Jake Yo, at the beach. y'all want to see me? <laughs> I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying to get a swimsuit calendar made. So if you guys I think that'd be hilarious. Jake swimsuit pics, yeah. they'll be coming soon to the Instagram. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. get this one out of here, Zan. All right. I uh, hope let's you guys bounce. all enjoyed Esports Rewind Podcast, episode number 23. We will see you all next time. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Hope y'all enjoyed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.